0: Isn't it frustrating that some of the most important events and journeys in our lives don't come with instructions? Pregnancy, birth, babies, and breastfeeding are at the top of our list. The information out there is overwhelming, to say the least. I'm Sally, and along with my co-host, Melissa, we want to empower you with evidence-based information, as well as our experiences as a lactation consultant, an OB nurse, and a doula, not to mention who we're both moms. Let's get started.
1: Well, hey, Sally, how's it going? I
0: feel like I haven't seen you in a long time. I know. I feel like I need to reintroduce myself. It's been so long. <laughs> Wait, who
1: are you? Have we met I before? I know. <laughs> you look familiar. <laughs> yes. Something, something, I, I think I've texted you, seen you through a screen. Yes, uh, <laughs> yes. So, um, we had a long break. We uh, had we a long break. I know. I mean, it was just like an extended holiday season. And thank you to those of you who've been listening to the show. We are back in the saddle. Yes. <laughs> Recording the Elsie and Dula Diaries. Um, season two, baby. That's right. right. I can't believe that. Yeah. Season
0: two. Absolutely. It seems like we just started it. Yeah.
1: You know, With- it really does it's a COVID year, things were fast and slow oh at the gosh, same time, yes. so, yes, yeah, we sure. had, like, a little bit of extended break over here, because, um, I don't know how much y'all know about Augusta, but if you're golf fans, you know we do the Masters tournament here, and this year was weird, and we had one in November, so that necessitated some more break, because I traveled with my family during that time, and it was Thanksgiving, yes. it was Christmas, it was New Year's, yeah, yeah, I
0: mean, it was just boom, 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 and I, that was from, like, the second week of November, yeah, and it just never stopped, yeah, so, We're just now finding the time to get back going again. So thanks for your patience. uh, No, thank you. And I
1: think one thing, maybe that's a good lesson for all of us starting out 2021 is like patience with yourself. There's just, sometimes there's just hustle Mm -hmm. is not the time. Sometimes it's just baby steps. So that's right. Anyways, let's get down to the meat of the show because we've got some good stuff lined up today. So today we are here um, with My friend and lovely chiropractor, Dr. Robin Hawkins, she is a chiropractor here in Augusta, Georgia, because not all of our guests are always from Augusta, but we do love featuring our local friends. And we are going to ask her all kinds of questions. They give us the lowdown on why is chiropractic important for pregnant women, for women who have just had babies, for your babies themselves. So um, stay tuned. We're going to dive into all of that a little bit today. Um, Robin, before we go deep dive in on all of that, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? How long have you been a chiropractor? Why did you want to become a chiropractor? Let's start there. Well, thank y'all for having me. So, for first off, yeah, I'm Robin
2: Hawkins. I'm a chiropractor here in Augusta, Georgia. Um, so, I actually graduated in 2017. So, I guess considered a new kid on the block, but it's <laughs> like cool, it. you know.
1: <laughs> um, new kids on the block songs, because that would be amazing. Exactly. <laughs> I know, I do. <laughs>
2: but yeah so I am but it's um I feel like with that comes a lot of the passion too um and being right out of school just knowing um you know having some of those things fresh in my memory um and so yeah I actually it's it's pretty funny because I um even since like kindergarten I remember like you know teachers would have you fill out papers like what do you want to be when you grow up
1: Mm -hmm. and I would
2: put pediatrician which they were always like well that's kind of different but you know whatever you're a very focused (laughs) Um, young woman (laughs) and so I knew I always wanted to help people I've always loved babies and kids um and so then like throughout school I was like okay well maybe I want to focus more on um pregnancy so I thought about being like an OB something like that um and then when I graduated I, I just you know went for the more of the nursing track Um, And so I got into the nursing program and everything. Um, In the meantime, I was working in a chiropractic office, and I just loved it. I was like, this is different. It's so cool. It's helping people, but a different way. And so that's how I came across it. Um, And I just switched paths. So it's, you know, like, it just took off from there. Um, And then in school, you have to do an internship. And they have a clinic there and you have to see members of the community. And one of my patients ended up being a pregnant woman. And I just loved it. I thought it was the coolest thing helping them during that time. Um, and so yeah, I do see, you know, people of all ages, but that's definitely my passion is offering um, perinatal care and then helping families. So helping mom with that transition um, from pregnancy, you know, to being a mom, having the baby there, and you know, all the things that comes with that. So that's kind of how I got there because I know everybody's always like, I didn't even know you needed to see a chiropractor during pregnancy or Mm -hmm. why do kids need to be adjusted? So that's pretty cool to be able to have those conversations with people too. Um, And then, you know, I get to meet people like y'all that are in the birth community in my area and I love it. So it's just so cool to kind of have um, that specialty. And I did do like different certifications in school to focus on you know pregnancy and postpartum and kids, so that's kind of how I got there. I know everybody's like, I didn't even know you know that was a thing. So yeah, that's kind of a little bit of my um background with that. So I that was cool that, to go. What's that? I was going to
0: say I find that um people in general, but especially moms or anybody in the healthcare field, are very. It's just like, it's it's like they've seen you know, a UFO in the skies. Like, <laughs> Practicing and pregnancy. I mean what well, yes. it's like it just doesn't make sense to them, you know. So hopefully we're yeah. gonna figure out the whys so we can understand that. Because I think a lot of people do find that to be why. And really think about yeah. it, it makes a lot of sense. But yeah. I'm sure we'll get
1: into that. We are gonna get into that today. Well, thank you so much for telling us how you got started yeah. and where your passion is. Because you really are a very family-oriented practice where you're ready to see kids and help women pregnancy wise, like you're saying, and I want to hear some more about like what kind of training goes into those extra certifications that you did to like really bring extra skills to the table for that. Um, My own kids see Mm -hmm. Dr. Robin and I see her now and it's been super helpful because we've just seen things improve since so she's been working with them and it's cute because she's got like coloring ready for them and stuff so so it's awesome. nice they actually they get excited about going yeah <laughs> they <good>. love going <laughs> so um
0: you're so. probably the only doctor they get excited
1: about going to, <laughs> right it depends it depends we kind of have a care team and some are a little bit more uh it's really all about the fun stuff in the office absolutely put it yeah. right. absolutely <laughs> anyways okay well so let's dive in because I know like this is probably the big question that a lot of our listeners might have if they're not already familiar with chiropractic care number one chiropractic care in general but um more specifically um how chiropractic care is helpful during pregnancy let's start with that track okay like why should any pregnant mom, and would you go so far to say every pregnant mom, consider getting regular chiropractic care through pregnancy? Specifically, what does that do for her and her baby in utero? So for starters, just because I know there are people that aren't even
2: really familiar with chiropractic, um, so basically what we're doing is just looking for which bones in the spine and the pelvis are misaligned and then correcting that. So that's kind of um, the short way to explain it. But there, you know, are other parts of that people aren't aware of. So obviously, it's going to help back pain, neck pain, headaches, mm-hmm. the typical things that you hear about all the time. Um, but you do have nerves that come out between every vertebra and the spine, and those nerves go to literally every part of your body, and that's you know how your body functions. So um, maybe that nerve goes to your heart to pump blood, or your stomach to digest food. Um, things like that and so just really making sure that the spine is aligned makes sh- you know it takes pressure off of those nerves so that they can function properly too so that's pretty cool I, I didn't even know that until I got in chiropractic school and I was like wow there's so much more to this
1: yeah that actually impacts um, what your organs are doing yeah and I think yeah, that is fascinating
2: yeah it's just overall health in general you know not just pain relief um, and so that's where a lot of that comes into, split, into play, especially for kids and pregnancy. But um, with pregnancy specifically, we're just making sure that you know the pelvis especially is properly aligned just because when you think about how the uterus is directly connected to, especially the sacrum in the pelvis through ligaments, um, if you think about that sacrum being misaligned and um, dysfunctional biomechanically, then you could see how that could pull on the uterus and that would directly affect um, how the baby is growing and developing. So I always tell moms, it's kind of like if you picture an inflated balloon and you have the little tail where you tied it, if that's the ligament and the balloon is the uterus, when that sacrum pulls, it kind of pulls on that balloon and Mm -hmm. it kind of torques it. So baby just doesn't have as much room as they should have. So we're just making sure that everything is all nice and aligned.
1: Um, So it can actually result in limited growth in utero, is that what you're saying? Yes, yeah, positioning, all of that. So,
2: you know, the idea is just to put everything where it's supposed to be, and then what happens from there happens from there. You just want to give, you know, baby the best possible chance, the best, um, you know, a healthy environment to grow and develop. Um, And so that's where kind of the adjustments come into play with that, it's just making sure that everything is uh, functioning how it should. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, and we do, and I know you're talking about that with the certifications and everything. So I do Webster technique, which is what's specific for pregnancy and chiropractic care. Um, And with that, you're also addressing some soft tissue structures, too. So ligaments and muscles, those types of things, just because it all does work together. So you just want to make sure that everything's moving how it should. So.
1: Yeah. So let's talk a little bit more about the Webster technique, because as a doula, this is something that I mentioned to clients a lot, especially if we have a baby who's sitting a little funny during pregnancy, especially <laughs> if we have a breech baby or a baby who maybe is a little, you know, OP or something, and we're trying to you know, just get everything lined up really well um, before birth. In the case of a breech, we're just trying to get that baby to flip, right? But can yeah. you talk about like what the Webster technique is, like what that might look like for a mom when she comes in for an adjustment, how you determine if Webster technique is needed.
2: So um, with Webster, everything's very gentle and precise and because I know a lot of moms have questions about that too you know I feel like they're overly protective mm-hmm. with everything during pregnancy with you know it's a good thing um, but especially with this if it's something new they just don't really know what to expect but it's very uh, very gentle moms just lay on a table I have these special pillows I always say it's like a hammock for your belly because it is cut out um so most of them want to take them home because they're like oh this is so <laughs> comfortable <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. So moms, they just get to lay there and then I just do the adjustment. I have, it's kind of hard to explain, you know, with audio, but I have a little clicker that I use yeah. um, and the table, there's no twisting or turning or anything like that. Um, and mom just gets to, you know, lay there and relax and, and get her adjustment. So um, that's what Webster is, is basically just checking pelvis, sacrum, um, and, and tying that into kind of okay, well, if we know the pelvis is moving this way, this is how it's directly affecting baby and the uterus. Um, It does address like round ligament. So I know a lot of moms have like round ligament pain. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So we focus on that. Um, It helps with like groin pain. I know a lot of moms have that as their pelvis is expanding. Um, We can work with that too and get them some relief. So it's just really keeping pregnancy in mind and then working on everything, you know, kind of going with that. So... Um, but yeah, it is an extra course that chiropractors have to take to get certified in it, um, and I did that in school. It's through the ICPA, the International Chiropractic Pediatric Association. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's where you get your Webster certification from too. So,
1: yeah, yeah. and I think that's so helpful um, for moms to hear is that chiropractic adjustments aren't all yank and twist and sharp and i'm sure people who have not experienced chiropractic before may be concerned about that but even people who have experienced chiropractic before sometimes that is what you get when you're not pregnant and different chiropractors have different ways of working and adjusting so i think that would be one thing i would just want to emphasize for our listeners it's just like how gentle it can be and with my clients i tell everybody i I really think it's good to see a chiropractor through your whole pregnancy. Not just if you're breech, trying to flip a breech, but your entire pregnancy, like what you're talking about, round ligament pain, groin pain, I mean, who doesn't want to reduce some of that, you know, like back pain. That's um, a lot of things changing. Now, there's a word you're using a lot that I think might be helpful just for our listeners in case anyone's not quite familiar with it. Um, where's the sacrum exactly? Okay. So, Sacrum
2: is right in the center. So if you have your low back, right, and you go down a little bit further kind of where your hips are, that is the middle portion of that. You're right, I know, I'm like, I always use these terms. And <laughs> when well, you the use them every, every day. day. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, so yeah, that's just the very center of your pelvis. Um, if you think about like your tailbone, it's kind of in between your low back and your tailbone. So that's just the mm-hmm. middle area there. Um, and and so why yeah, is it
1: so point. important? to your body with all things related to pregnancy and birth?
2: So especially with its, the, you know, the ligament attachments to the uterus, but also it is very important with your posture too. Mm-hmm. Um, so with moms especially, most of them, the whole pelvis kind of tilts forward just from baby being on the front. Um, and so when that happens, it's pulling on everything, especially sacrum. Um, and so usually with a lot of moms, I'll check full spine just because usually one thing relates to another. Um, you may have some, you know, different areas that are just kind of compensating for other areas. So yeah, sacrum is super important. And we always check that on really all of our patients, not just pregnant moms. Yeah.
1: Center of everything. Oh yeah, Yeah. definitely. Yeah. And I think a lot of times people don't realize that, you know, that it's part of our body. We kind of tend to use and abuse a lot. So (laughs) going
0: back to the, like, say a baby is breech. Um, and I know there's not an exact number here, but like, how many sessions can it take one or more, or I'm sure it's different with everyone, but I mean, what would be the general,
2: um, number? It it varies just because, um, m- moms are different with that too, as far as their posture, their misalignments may, you know, vary. Um, but I've seen it as, quick as with one adjustment. I've had moms Mm -hmm. that have seen a change just with one, um, and sometimes it takes a few more. It just varies. Um, I think that's where the medical history comes into play too, to make Mm -hmm. sure that there's not other factors affecting baby's position. But yeah, usually it's pretty, pretty quick if it's more of a biomechanic type issue.
0: The mom going, well, I can go to the chiropractor for one, two, three, four times, or I can have a C-section. right
1: yeah okay okay yeah yeah, even if even if you don't have insurance coverage for a chiropractor or whatever it's like what you'll pay for that is so little comparatively speaking and so worth it absolutely and then um you know I always teach my mom's spinning babies things too for all general body balancing for all moms but especially if we know we have a transversal breech body Baby, yeah, right. we're really focusing in on very specific exercises until we know that baby's turned. I'm like, you see that chiropractor as much as they tell mm-hmm. you to until mm-hmm. we get confirmation <laughs> from your provider that this right. baby has turned. <laughs> yep. And, like, I would say 90% of my clients, the babies will turn. We've I mean, had a couple few who were stubborn, and yeah. one mom had a successful ECV, which is kind of like your last resort thing, but right. hey, it worked. Right one mom we had to schedule that c-section her baby was breached show up at the hospital they scanned her baby had flipped. wow in like two days from the time that like the last OB appointment to the time where like literally waiting to be set up for the c-section that's (laughs) That's cool and she kept going to the chiropractor yeah
0: (laughs) well you know what other situations unless it's a emergency trauma do you not try all other non-invasive things before finally it's like, well, we're going to have to do surgery. You know, I mean, yeah, your knee, you know, PT Mm -hmm. and you know, you're not going to last resort. So why not try a non-invasive? Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah.
2: Yeah, That's what I tell. I mean, I tell a lot of moms too, A lot of times I'm not seeing them towards the end of pregnancy because that is when they're in the most pain or baby's not in the right position and they're really starting to, you know, wanting to get that, you know, wanting to get it corrected. Um, But if I can catch them early, a lot of times it'll prevent those things too. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, And so that's the part that I'm trying to work on now is more education in the community just to get that information out there to to start. Hey, I know I'm pregnant. Let's start now. Yeah. you know, that's chiropractic in general. I'll tell people it's kind of like going to the dentist to get your teeth cleaned to prevent cavities. Mm
1: -hmm. So it's all
2: about just that maintenance preventative type care. So absolutely, um, it does make a difference. And
1: Mm -hmm. it's, it's worth it for a more comfortable birth too, you know, like things pay off down the road. Now, another interesting benefit, I read an article about this one time. I'd love to hear your thought on it. I, um, if there's any other interesting benefits to baby that you think are worth mentioning about chiropractic like within utero i i read an article one time that said um that if you are in the boat of trying to conceive that you should be having regular chiropractic then as well because of the toxin release and because of all the parts of the baby that develop before most people know that they're pregnant ie spine brain all these things that have some important whole life setup immediately hmm. and like if we're releasing toxins from our body because these nerves aren't pinched off everywhere that that does a lot of good things for the baby that's developing and so i was that was fascinating to me like can you tell me any more about that or your thoughts on similar issues so
2: it really goes back to kind of the when you think about the nerves too, just because especially in the, the low back or the lumbar region, um, those some of those nerves go to the reproductive system. Yeah. So when you think about people that have you know these chronic misalignments in their low back or they have scoliosis there, which is you know like an abnormal curve. Um, maybe that nerve is being affected that goes to the ovaries and the uterus and all of that. Um so yeah I do have a lot of moms that are trying to conceive and they're like okay let me add this into um you know what I'm doing to try to make you know to make me healthier. Mm-hmm. Um so I do think that plays a big part in it and then when it comes to baby you have to think too the nervous system is the first thing to develop.
1: Yeah for any baby that's right.
2: So that tells you how important that is too um, and so when you have a mom, especially when you're catching her early in her pregnancy, when all of those things are developing, uh, making sure that she's healthy and all of her nerves are working properly helps that baby to develop better. So, um, yeah, that's kind of that connection. It is fascinating when you think about that out of all yeah. the systems. Amazing. I know. I know. <laughs> Our bodies crazy.
1: never cease to amaze me. The, the complication yeah. of the connections is astounding. It's crazy. Um, so let's talk, let's say, okay, mom has tried to keep her body aligned through pregnancy her baby's in a good position. She has her baby. Now what? When do you love to see, like in your ideal world, when do you love to see moms postpartum? Like how soon, how long after birth? And what are the most important benefits for them to know about getting chiropractic postpartum?
2: So, um, it varies So we hope moms don't have a C-section, but if they do, they do have to wait usually about six weeks out just because one, they are so sore from that. Yeah. Um, And with them laying on the table, I just don't want them so uncomfortable the whole time. So if they've had a C-section, they do have to wait a little bit, but that's okay. Um, If moms have vaginal birth, then they're able to come in literally as soon as they're, um, basically they're able to get on the table and have me kind of pressing on them without being super sore. Mm -hmm. Um, So there's no... Uh, time limit on that, they don't have to wait so far out, anything like that. It they can come in as soon as they're ready, and it helps just because moms still have relaxin in their systems, too. After they have-
0: relaxing. yeah, tell People our listeners know. in case they no, okay. <laughs>
2: relaxin is a hormone um, that happens during pregnancy and it makes all your joints more mobile, it just keeps everything moving, um, which does help when mom has baby, because it helps the yeah. pelvis to expand, everything to open, um, so baby can go through. Um, but you do still have some of that in your system after you have the baby. So I always tell moms, long? I'm like...
0: Sorry to interrupt, for how <laughs> long? Yeah, I
2: mean, So I've heard that most of it is, and, and y'all can correct me if you feel like you've heard more about, I've, the research that I found, it's the most of it is there until six weeks, but I know it can last if you're breastfeeding for longer right. Interesting. Interesting. Oh, I'm not yeah. Sure. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So that's that's what I've been reading because I was I've been seeing different answers on that. So that's what I found is that most of it's there. If that's if that's if that's the case, I wonder
0: what the reasoning would be. You know what I mean?
2: Like like why the body? doesn't
0: For yeah. um, for relaxation. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Really, I mean, you know, being relaxed and not in pain and being comfortable are this is very important for breastfeeding mm-hmm. for milk yeah. letdown. Oh, right, my God. it is Back fascinating to guys on that. Oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, so I just told moms, I'm like, take advantage of that. That that's still in your system. Um, you know, things are able to move a little bit easier. So let's get you know get you all lined up while you still have that. Um, and two, I tell them, okay, well, your whole posture has changed for the last nine months. Mm-hmm it's starting to settle now. It's going back. You just want it to settle in the right place. Yeah. So that's a lot of that too. I think moms sometimes they're like, man, my back is killing me during pregnancy. But once I have that baby, it's going to go away. It doesn't always go away, you know? So, um, it's that's a lot of it. It's just when everything's settling, just make sure it it settles in the right place. So.
1: Now do you tend to see that the the pelvis and the hips have been tweaked quite a bit, you know, post-birth, you know, just because, I mean, a baby had to move down through the body, pass through there, come out, I mean, there's just, there's a lot that happened in a usually one day time period, you know, (laughs) I mean, it is, it's a beautiful thing, but it is a
2: lot on your body, and so, you know, when you think about it that way, you have to, you know, you know, take that into account too. And so, so yeah, I always tell moms, I'm like, please come back. I know you're going to be busy. I know you're going to be tired, but it will be worth it. So I always have them come back at least a few times postpartum. And then if you're good, we'll swap you over to, you know, maintenance just to keep everything going. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so it's super important. Yeah,
1: That's especially awesome. I mean, you're taking care of a baby now, but he needs extra aches and pains and mm-hmm. all of that. Now, what about the baby themselves? Like, how do chiropractic adjustments help babies? Do do all babies need it? Uh, yes. <laughs> no, that's okay. <laughs> Honestly, I, I, I liked your face. I wish you guys could see the Zoom. She's like, can I tell her? Yes. <laughs> but that's okay. Tell us why. Okay, this, I think this would be yeah. very interesting to a lot of people.
2: Absolutely. So... Regardless of if, you know, baby was born be, uh, via C-section or vaginal birth, it's important just because uh, most misalignments do happen at birth. It's just because when you think about, you know, baby having to, you know, make, make its way through and um, especially C-section, the way they have to pull on the baby okay. to get them out. Um, I don't think most
1: people realize how much tugging happens. I don't yeah, think they do either. it's a yeah. lot. Yeah. Or, or a vaginal birth
2: if mom mm-hmm. needs some
0: help and they use a vacuum
1: right yeah. exactly. or you had shoulder
2: yeah. stuff, or, or... or yeah mm-hmm. yeah yep. rotational issues so all that mm-hmm. um and so yeah i tell moms i'm like get baby checked you know even if it's just come in see through and, and they may be okay you don't know you just want to get them checked but there are certain things moms can look for so if you notice i mean obviously babies don't have the the strength built up in their neck yet but where they are sitting in their carrier or, you know, something like that, if they are constantly tilting their head to one side, if it's always the same side, that could be a sign that their neck is out of place. Um, if, you know, babies always favor a certain side when they're mm-hmm. nursing, but if they absolutely refuse to feed from a certain side, that could be a sign because they're not wanting to turn their head. Yep. Yeah, that's
0: right. I've had some ex- situations with Yeah. Wives who it's crazy. finally went to a chiropractor yeah. with their baby and it's like, oh my gosh, <laughs>
1: that's great. <laughs> yeah. is, this, is this usually torticollis we're talking about or sometimes even more mild than that as it impacts breastfeeding? Well, the, the last one I'm thinking about, there, it wasn't torticollis,
0: but a lot of times it is. Yeah. yeah. But you can speak to that better than me. Yeah,
1: either
2: way, sometimes it is more mild than that, but yeah, a lot of times it can can be that. Moms just don't know that that's what it is. Right. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. and so that's okay that's you know where we come into play but yeah those are the biggest ones if they're extra fussy if they're having a hard time sleeping at night um, they're really gassy or reflux things like that just Mm -hmm. making sure that their little little spine is you know you know what I would love
0: for us to do we need to make a note of this we need to um, (laughs) when we do our maybe not our show notes but like on um, Facebook or our Instagram or both Post a picture that's probably in every OB's office, but I don't know if mom's watching it. <laughs> but, you know, the baby, the the way they're kind of contorted when they're, av- for a vaginal birth, for sure, how they're, uh, yes. you know, kind of the way they look. I mean, you have to know that yes. their little bones are being twisted and pulled and, you know, and,
1: and, and our bodies are made for that and their bodies are made for that. I mean, they're made right. for that. Yeah. But still, yeah. I mean, I mean, I think everybody, here's the thing that I think is interesting too. Everybody knows a mom runs a marathon mm-hmm. for birth. Mm-hmm. People forget the baby runs the marathon yeah, too. Right. It's Amen. not just mom, it's mom and baby together through that marathon. Every that's contraction right. that she feels, huh, so did your baby. Mm-hmm. And even if yeah. mom opts for an epidural and like gets relief from what she's feeling, your baby's still feeling That's it. Right. You know, and I really watch labor patterns when I'm with a client, mm-hmm. um, because they can tell us things that without ultrasounding we may not, you know, otherwise, but like how she's feeling her contractions, where she's feeling them, are like, they You know, are they double peaking? Are they kind of far apart? Are they just different things tell us about what baby might be doing? And it's so frequent to see a labor pattern that indicates that a baby's got their chin flexed, which I'm making things with my head because I'm visual. (laughs) But like those of you listening, (laughs) what flexed means is the chin is sticking up, okay? Mm -hmm. Up towards the ceiling, if you will. Okay. Versus what they need to be in order to finish engaging in the pelvis and coming through the birth canal, that chin's got to be flexed starting to flex, tucked, meaning tuck that chin down towards that collarbone so that that head can make it through that space. Baby Mm -hmm. can finish the rotations they need to do. Mm -hmm. And so if a baby has had to go through a lot of birth with a flexed chin, and then maybe they finally get it tucked and get through, or maybe even sometimes... I mean, sometimes a provider has to like reach up there and kind of like do some manual head adjustments of maybe in the canal before they're born. All that could relate to Mm -hmm. this little child needing a little extra help to straighten things out when they're born on the other side of things, right? Like like it's like going through like the narrowest tunnel you can imagine. (laughs) And we're just talking about birth. I'll tell moms too and dads and
0: families, you know, and I'll say, think about the last several weeks when things got really tight in there. Think about you Think if you were all just kind of bound up in a really tight, tight, you know, like balloon type thing, and you couldn't really move, mm. and you're all contorted, and that's where you're saying, I mean, yes, babies are moving and kicking and whatever, but it sounds, it feels like a lot when you're pregnant, but it really isn't. They're not even that much, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're yeah. Kicking. yeah. yeah. Kicking and punching. I just think like, to think they all have a crick in their neck when they're born. That's I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I think they oh. That first stretch
1: they do it, they're like, oh, this is what it feels like. I know. (laughs) This is great. So, oh my goodness.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Now,
1: okay. So, because I know this is what many moms who have not taken their babies to chiropractic are thinking. I know it's what I was thinking and why I didn't take my babies to chiropractic because I had misinformation and misconceptions about it. And I highly regret not taking them. So don't be like me. Don't make (laughs) my mistake. What does a baby adjustment look like? How do you do that?
2: It's so different than adults because people are always like, There's no bone what happened. in the world? Like, is this high yeah. adjust adjusted baby? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so especially for newborns, I usually use my pinky, and it's literally just holding pressure. So I always tell people, it's no more pressure than you would press, like, on your eyelid, mm-hmm. and it not hurt. So it's really, really light. Mm-hmm. Um, it just doesn't take much for them. They don't have that built-up muscle tension yet, any of that. Um, so it's so different. And usually most babies are asleep during their adjustments. Um and so yeah, yeah, I know. And so babies, it's just very, very light. Even with kids, um, it's really gentle too. So yes. yeah. And I know a lot of moms are like, when can I bring the baby? And I'm like, anytime. There's no, you know, no age limit. You know, I know my um the earliest that I've adjusted a baby was like four hours. Old. Yeah, my nephew. Yeah, And I could even already tell patterns with him. I was like, oh yeah, his neck is out. He's getting adjusted.
1: Was <laughs> well, he a home birth or did you just go visit them in the hospital? Right. Hospital. After yeah. Okay.
2: I was with her when she had her baby. So, um, awesome. I was like, okay, I can already tell. Um, and so yeah, his first adjustment was four hours old. So yeah, babies cool. can come in whenever. Yeah. It's, it was awesome.
0: For lay people, you know, non, well, let's just not, I mean, I'm medical, but non-chiropractic people um what i mean is there a big like i know you you can see subtle 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 symptoms mm-hmm. and signs and everything but is there something that parents can look at they go oh wow he like baby always favors turning the head that way i mean is there something that they would be
2: able to notice especially pictures because you know all moms take a million pictures, a million of their pictures. Mm-hmm. yeah And so it's always tell moms like look at the pictures if you if you see that in every single picture, that baby is tilting to the same side every time, or, um, you know, that's a dead giveaway, Mm -hmm. Uh, and then when babies get a little bit older, that changes, so like when they start to crawl, if they're having issues with that, they're always sticking one leg out, or only wanting to walk on their toes, I mean, there's all these little things that you can look for, Mm -hmm. Um, and I know that's a lot of it, parents just don't know, they don't know what to look for, so that's the biggest thing, tilt especially.
1: No, that's so helpful because mm-hmm. all these things you're saying, I'm like, hindsight is everything. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> man, the things I did not know back then, then. You know what I mean? Says all all mothers all the time.
0: Yeah, I yeah. know. Um, what question. about the connection? Not the connect. Well, maybe the connection. I'm not sure, but um, you know, now with babies who have oral restrictions, it's mm. it's really recommended to follow up with chiropractic yeah. care. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of tell us the the connection there and what's going on?
2: So the neck is actually very connected with the mouth and the jaw and all of that. So when you think about that, just making sure that their neck, um, you know, the bones in their neck are in the right place, that helps a lot. A lot of babies, especially to have tongue ties, they're stuck with their chin tucked a lot of the times. Mm-hmm. So, you just want to help them kind of gain some range of motion, mm-hmm. um, make sure that these muscles aren't tight from the neck being out of place. That helps. Um, and so, that's a lot of it. But I know I love that. I think it's the coolest thing because it, I mean, mm-hmm. that dentists, you know, that they're now like, you've got to get this baby to a chiropractor. I think that's awesome.
1: Yeah. So, I like
0: that. yeah, it makes
2: a big difference. Yeah.
0: Yes. Awesome.
1: Yay for everybody learning how all the different fields mm-hmm. work together. I know. Yes. What I did, right? It's not anybody being, you know, this is better than this. It's like they they can all work together if they ideally realize what their colleagues in different areas do and refer. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. and if everybody would go back to um, anatomy and physiology <laughs>
0: uh, when I was in nursing school, I'm like, or before nursing school, whenever like this the body is just it's blowing my mind what a miracle it is and everything relates
2: Mm -hmm. so you can't just
0: get in your own little bubble of Mm -hmm. I take care of just the breast making milk and the baby eating I mean I can't I've got to look at lots of other things with mom her Mm -hmm. medical history Mm -hmm. her state of mind her every it all connects and it Mm -hmm. why can't
1: why do we forget that I don't, know. I don't know. At some point we got away from the whole body. <laughs> yeah. So that's why I love this. Cause it's starting to bring it back to that. Mm-hmm. Um, so as we wrap up, if you had to kind of put a summary statement out there or two, if I said, what is like at least one thing that you would want all parents to know about, um, chiropractic benefits relating to what we've talked to today if there's anything you haven't gotten to say or anything summing up, like what would you want them to be thinking about I think a big one for me too is um
2: realizing that when you kind of open your mind to those things it kind of changes um the course for your family too so looking at more of alternative and preventive you know um fields of healthcare, I guess you could say, Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's just kind of changing the path for your whole family too. And for generations to come, because I know that's like me, I didn't know anything about chiropractic and now I'm just like, where has this been? Like, I wish that I had family members before me that knew about this, like what could have changed in the past for people. Um, and so I think that's the biggest thing is just knowing that there are things out there, um, to really make sure that, you know, you're, you're healthiest, that your kids are that way that you are during pregnancy. Mm-hmm. So that's a bit, that's a big one for me is that it really is. Um, it's so much more than just getting adjusted or, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to do this just cause it's the right thing to do, but no, it's, it's really good for your family. It's about educating yourselves, you know, on ways to, um, to make your family healthier. So that's a big one for me.
1: I love that. I think that's great. And then piggybacking off that, and this will be our final question is, um, how should people go about finding a good chiropractor? Because different people practice differently. And, you know, we have listeners who are not just here in Augusta, Georgia. So you're, if you're here in the Augusta Evans area, look for Dr. Robin Hawkins. <laughs> but if you're not, what should people look for in a great chiropractor?
2: So, um, specifically if you are pregnant or if you're looking someone for a chiropractor for your kids, you can go to the ICPA website. So it's ICPA4kids, the number four.org. Um, and they have a a search bar. You can search all over the world for chiropractors that are certified to see pregnant women and kids. So that's definitely, yeah, that's where I would start. If, you know, if you're trying to find someone for that specifically, um, and, and even if, if, you just want to go to a chiropractor, that would be a good place to start, though. I love um, them. Yeah. I think the other thing is to maybe ask about their techniques, too, just because we were talking about, you know, I do more gentle techniques. That's not the only option, and that's not, you know, there are other ways to do it. But if that's something you prefer, you can definitely ask that, you know, when you call an office and you just want to know. what would kind that of question, that look like. What
0: would that question sound like?
2: Um, so just what techniques do you use uh, to adjust your patients? Um, more of the general t- techniques you would hear about would be the activator or the clicker or the drop table. Um, those are more of the general techniques that you can look for. But yeah, definitely the ICPA website. It's, it's right. very
1: good. I love that. So that was icpa.org. We'll put that ICPA, in there. ICPA yeah. uh, for kids org Oh, ICPA for Kids.org. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Thank you for that. Okay. Yeah. And how can people find you if they just want to follow you on social media? Where do you hang out? What's your handle? So I'm on
2: Facebook and Instagram. It's R Hawkins C H I R O.
1: Awesome. Yep. Follow her. She posts some really cool information about chiropractic throughout the week. I love it. I always learn some stuff from it. <laughs> so, all right. <laughs> thank well, well, thank you. Thank you so much for coming on the show with us today, Robin. This has been Thank really informative.
0: Yes, it has been.
1: Thank awesome you very much, we Well, have a good weekend and we will talk Thanks. to you later. That's good. Talk to you later. Okay, okay. Bye. bye. If you
0: enjoyed today's episode, share it with your friends and be sure to leave a review. That is a great way for you to help other families just like yours find the information and support they need to navigate the world of pregnancy birth, breastfeeding, and parenthood. Hey, and don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. The information in this podcast is not intended to take the place of the medical advice that you receive from your obstetrician, pediatrician,
1: or family doctor.